Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast. This is a Niners Purpose. I am Tanner Hatley, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts. What's up? It's Duncan. What's up? It's Nathan. And this week, Nathan's going to be introducing one of his quotes he's brought for discussion. All right. So my quote is by Winston Churchill. It says, no compromise with the main purpose, no peace till victory, and no pact with the unrepentant wrong. He makes this quote in 1918 on the anniversary of July 4th, American independence. And it's in relation to the uh, political connection, strong political connection between America and Britain and how both of them, despite uh, Britain still having its monarchy, they're both very, very uh, liberal and becoming much more liberal, especially with Britain just allowing women to vote and America pretty much getting pretty close to that. It'll happen in the following year. And so them being both morally intact and both fighting together in World War I, he's trying to explain that the goals, while they may have their differences, you never stop. You never stop mm-hmm. until you get what you want, get you know, what you need, where you're going. And so he makes that very clear, and it's a very good speech. It's free to read. It's online. So it's really interesting. It's really good to read. So. And it's, uh, it's very, very, uh, very impactful, especially coming from Winston Churchill, especially before mm-hmm. like what he's mainly known for. I mean, he's yeah. known mainly for being like, the strong British ruler during World War II. And this is, you know, 25 years prior to that. So I think it's really cool. So, uh, do you want to break down your quote? I know it's in three parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me pull it back up. So no compromise with the main purpose is the first section. Uh, The second section is no peace till victory and no pact with the unrepentant wrong. Mm -hmm. All right. So the first part, no compromise with the main purpose. I'd say that's probably the, that and the second part are very, very self-explanatory, I'd say. But uh, to clarify, no compromise with the main purpose is don't let your goals being too far and too hard stop you from going for it you know yeah i mean Hmm. mount everest is really really tall yeah but just because it's you know taller than other mountains doesn't mean that people chose not to climb it you know yeah and so i think that he's being very 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 clear and very very i i think the the shortness and the very very strong impact of the statement makes it a lot more you know, connectable. And the next part, no peace till victory. That's more of just don't give up perseverance. Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really good because it means like, like if you imagine it in terms of like an MMA fight Mm -hmm. or a boxing match, you don't stop fighting until you've won. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. When you're playing football, you don't stop until the game's over and you have either done literally every single thing you can to win or you have won. Yep. You are the victor or you have been defeated. Right. And so saying no peace till victory. I mean, especially because when he's saying this, the war's not over. Mm-hmm. Right. It's July 4th, 1918. The war doesn't end for another year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, and you're talking to two of the biggest fighters in this war, America and Britain at this point. And so don't give up. We have to win this. You know, there's no, there's no alternative 
right? And that it should be the same thing as like on a personal level that you should never give up on your goals because they're there in the case of life, there's not a second chance on that. There's no, like you may have later chances to do it, but there's no better opportunity to do it than now. Right. And so he's saying just physically make it your number one prime directive, your goal mm-hmm. to never, ever give up. Yeah. And there's also a big motivator in, you know, necessity. Because when we're talking about no peace until victory, quite literally, these countries are fighting over their ability to exist. You know, you have Germany taking over pretty much all of Europe between them and France, and they were showing no signs of stopping. Mm -hmm. You then had the Austro-Hungarian Empire that was trying to do the same thing. And just throughout the whole point of World War I, the countries were fighting to exist. You had a couple that were trying to expand and everyone else was in it for their lives. And so it's very important to understand that what Winston Churchill is talking about here is if there is something that needs to get done, you need to do it. For some people, that is their purpose. You know, it's to get off of the couch and go make a living so that they can keep on working out everything else, you know, and if you have to resort to that type of base purpose. And that's fine. Don't be ashamed in that. I mean, that's something that you might have to do if you don't like your job at that certain point in time and you don't necessarily love the other things that are going on in your life. Just focus on trying to live and trying to get to the next day, not just for the sake of living, but for the sake of finding something else to live for as well. Yeah. I really like this quote. It doesn't seem very applicable to everyone's daily life at first, but once you break it down, it is the first two parts, no peace till victory, you can apply that to any goal you have, whether that's getting an A in a class or persevering through a workout or just even getting through some mental battle you have going on. I love the idea of getting through a workout because everyone knows, I mean, especially if you work out and Google knows you work out, then you get those YouTube shorts of all these people with their body transformations. I love to watch that oh, sometimes yeah, just time. because I never you, see look this at the person, shorts. You, get, you see this person who is like, you know, almost knocking on like obesity's door and all these other things. And it looks like a very hopeless situation. And yet in, over the course of like a year, they managed to go from 600 pounds to this like 200 pound, like lean muscle mass. Like it is a crazy transformation. And all that is a determination, hard work. You don't need a lot of equipment to get to where these people are, especially if you're not looking to bodybuild, you're just trying to cut back weight and live a more healthy lifestyle. You know, I do a lot of CrossFit. And so the coolest thing that I've ever done is I walk in and I can't do a pull-up and they're like, well, that doesn't matter. We can give you these things that are probably going to suck more than a pull-up until you can get a pull-up done. And so all those things are developmental and they might be seen as easier, but it's something that I had to do in order to get to that point. And I was not willing to just say, I can't do a pull-up, so I'm not going to do one. Yep. Um, so the third part of this quote and the final part <clears throat> is uh, no pact with the unrepentant wrong. And so that is, that's honestly probably the most important part of this quote. And the reason I say that is because what he's saying is no pact with the unrepentant wrong means that do not ever give leeway to your enemy. Mm-hmm. Do not give leeway to what you believe is amoral. Do not give 
leeway to what you think is wrong, period. Because the reason it's called unrepentant wrong is because, first of all, they're not going to come back from it. If if your enemy does not sway in their opinions, why should you? Mm-hmm. And so him using that statement at the end of this quote is very, very wrapping on the other two statements he said, right? Saying that, yeah, you can say, I, you know, go until the end, go until the end. But, you know, if your enemy isn't changing, that make your enemy your guiding light as to why you shouldn't change, mm-hmm. right? Because if you don't agree with them and they are wrong, then then go as far as you can. And he's obviously talking about, you know, the German Empire and the Austrian Austro-Hungarian Empire, right? Because both of those countries are not going to sway until it's the end, obviously. Because after World War One, both of those empires fell. Yep. Right. They went till the end. And so, if he believes that those are wrong, period, then he did. They did everything in their power to take that to the end. I like to think about how applicable it is. Um, that the no compromise with main vi- or with the main purpose. You're not shortening your goal just because times get hard and you're not going to give up on that goal with the no peace till victory. So not shortening your goals, keeping your actual goal and keeping high ambition and not giving up until it's accomplished and not cheating yourself. And with school, that could be not cheating yourself out of studying time or just not cheating in general, like actively cheating on a test or an assignment and actually knowing the content or with if you're bodybuilding, don't cheat with steroids to get big muscles. Do it through hard work of your labor because the most fruitful things that come out of life is what you do through hard work. And I, I think that we do need to understand that when, when we're talking about no pact with unrepentful wrong, you know, we are not necessarily endorsing like act, acts of violence or anything else like that. And we, we, That's not it, yeah, but you, you do have to be careful with stuff like this because Winston Churchill is talking to an audience who is going through a war who is very scared for their lives. That is not necessarily the reality of the situation that we live in today. And I think that it is very important that how we fight is taken into consideration as well. If you meet someone who has a differing opinion than you, it is your right to have to sit down and have a conversation if for no other reason than to understand their opinion. Because once you understand their opinion, then maybe that shapes how you live the rest of your life as well. And also, if you understand their opinion, then you can maybe go and change their opinion. But this shouting match between two different sides doesn't work. And all it does is continue to make it so that both sides are even deeper entrenched. I think that one of the biggest things that we can do to avoid conflict is to talk. You know, And Winston Churchill right now is in the middle of a war. He understands that at this point in time, you cannot give up ground because if you do, you will die. But it's one of those things where before war is used as a political tool, you always choose diplomacy, right? Right now, we have plenty of time for diplomacy. We don't have to resort to war. And so we need to make sure that we are doing everything we can every day to make sure that we resort to diplomacy over you know, a more violent option. And that's another thing that you can do to try and give meaning to your life is just to try and understand other people. Just listen to them and try your hardest to make sure that there's less conflict in the world due to misunderstanding. How do you see this quote applying to your current life? So personally, I think that 
one of the my biggest goals is to be able to do a CrossFit competition without having to scale anything. I'm kind of far away from that, but every day I'm working. You know, I kind of came to UNC Charlotte and my home gym, I didn't have to wear a mask. You know, we were a small town. It just wasn't necessarily essential. And so now I come here and I'm like, crap, I have to wear a mask. And every day that was leading up to actually having to come here and work out here, I was like, well, I don't know if I want to work out because I have to wear a mask and I don't really want to do that. And I had all these negative thoughts in my head. But then when it came to it, I was like, you know what? I'm working out no matter what. I'm going to get into that gym. And it wasn't because I wanted to get swole or anything like that. It was because I knew if I didn't work out, I was going to be upset on myself and I wasn't going to have nearly as good of a time here just because I am missing that physical component to my life that I really cherish and need. I can uh, see how it applies to my college journey in general. Um, the, my, your main goal of getting a degree and getting a job and providing for yourself is that main goal. Mm-hmm. right? And I'm pretty ambitious. I have high hopes for a career and a high paying career. And I don't want to shorten my sights because of how difficult school may become. And I guess the moral that that would go against is, I guess, just giving up and mm-hmm. not persevering through it. Because I think we all have the strength to do it and the capability. It's just how you apply yourself in what ways to help better prepare yourself for the next coming days, minutes, and months ahead. Yep. It's a lot easier to give up than to continue doing something. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally in everything. Yeah. It is like... There are a lot of things that you can apply giving up to. I mean, literally, like, not joking, everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't want to say that like it's funny, but, like, yeah. everything you you do, it is way easier to go back to sleep than it is to get up. Yeah. I mean, it's way easier to stay in bed all day than it is to get up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only reason you would get up is to eat. Yeah. And even that, if you could do that from bed... <laughs> You would do it. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same thing with going to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. Well, it's so. like, um, I, I try to make a conscious effort. If I know that I'm giving something up, I have to have reasons. And sometimes I will write it out and I will look at it the next day and be like, well, this is kind of funny and stupid. All these reasons here are super petty. Yeah. It's my, my reason is I don't want to wake up as early and I want to sleep in more. And then I look at it and I'm like, well, I'm getting eight hours of sleep anyway. I might as well wake up a little bit earlier to do some studying to get an A on that math quiz, you know? I, I think a good, like, applicable way to put this into practice is, like, if you're having a hard time with not giving something up, like, you get to the end of the day and you're just like, you know, I'll just push it to tomorrow. Like, procrastination in general. I think of how many things you've not given up just today you know, giving up on today, you know? So make that list bigger, make that list bigger all the time. You know, I decided to get up early. Well, what'd you do with that time you got up early? You know, because personally I'm all for it, but as a person, if I can't justify getting up early, I'm not going to, Yeah, I'm not going to get up early just to read when I could stay up late <laughs> reading to, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And just like shifting my sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. And so, like I've got to have something going on, like going to the gym. If I decide to go to the gym in the morning, that's a mm-hmm. very good motive for me to get up in the morning because the gym is less crowded in the morning every time. <laughs> yep. And so, you know, just if I do those things, I can 
have like, honestly, those are the best days. And I know that like some people, you know, if you've done it, you know what I'm talking about. You just feel great all day. You feel like a champion, you know? Yeah. And so I think that that's a really good way to think about it. The best days are whenever you've not run yourself ragged, but you've been productive and you've been up all day and you ate good meals. And then you finally lay down at the end of the night, knowing you're going to have a good night's sleep. You're like, wow, it was a good day. But I also do believe in you can't go 100%, 100% of the time. You have to have rest days, whether that be mental or physical or both, where you just lay in bed for a couple extra hours just because you can. And I think that really helps people and helps you stay motivated to have that rest build up energy to go back at it again on Monday. Yep. Right. Because you realistically, your motivation is going to run out when it comes to like doing things like that. You're going to run out of motivation. You need to find that Mm self-discipline and taking that break is still keeping your self-discipline up, but not ruining your motivation. Exactly. So, and you know, I've had that happen with literally everything. Mm -hmm. When you want to, when I would get into the habit of reading something, I'd be on the motivation of, oh, I'm going to read something every day. And, and it would never be for the point of, point of reading, but because I enjoyed reading. So. Mm-hmm. But then that habit would go away because, you know, one day I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Take a break. Day. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just like I like physically couldn't fit it into my day. And then the next day ends up being a rest day or something like that. And then I couldn't do it the next. You know, you start making excuses. Yeah. Right. If you don't make yourself do a forced rest day. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're in the habit so hard. And then at some point you're going to burn out, you're going to tumble and you're going to stop. And it, you know, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think that we do have that issue with, especially in American society, everyone wants to be constantly working constantly all the time. I mean, heck nowadays, you know, it used to be if you wanted to go do some Sunday, like to go out to eat, you couldn't because everyone agreed that that was the, rest day you know now nowadays there's more and more stuff open on sundays which isn't a terrible thing but someone needs a rest day somewhere at least one day out of your week you know for me my rest day for working out is saturday and my school rest day is sunday i don't do any work on sunday everything's done before then if i have a test monday i sure hope that i know everything i need before you know monday and so that's how i incorporate my test days and partially Part of that is on a religious uh, value, but also another part of that is just me understanding that I need a day to not worry about anything and just have to myself and spend with friends. All right, guys. Uh, I think that in terms of like everything we've said, I think if you can find something applicable, that means a whole lot to us. Personally, as far as like something for us to do, I think going forward, we're going to try and set up a place for us to get like feedback or something. So like get an out outside perspective, because I think right now it's pretty, pretty introspective, mm-hmm. no, um, no additional perspective. So um, be looking for that. We'll let you guys know in the future. Thank you for listening. Very, very glad we're able to do this and uh, see you guys next time. See you. Bye.